Now through April 14th, join a clean and spacious Planet Fitness for $1 down and only $10 a month. With tons of equipment and free fitness training, it's the perfect place for everybody to work out. Even me, Mr. I can't sleep at night, so I keep dozing off during the day. Especially you, Snoozy. You'll rest easier and feel fit-tacular. Wait, how did you get in here? Join in club or at planetfitness.com. $1 down, $10 a month, cancel anytime. Hurry, deal ends April 14th. See club for details.
night, everyone. Feel the fire. Feel the fire is a song sung by Margo Saunders. That is my guest for tonight. Welcome, everyone, to Lady Diva Live Radio. Here I am, your host with the most. Phone lines are open right now. Welcome, welcome, Miss Thunder. Hello, hello, hello. How are you? All right, all right. Let's feel the fire tonight. That track there, Feel the Fire. What's the story behind the song? Tell us, Miss Margot oh. Thunder. Okay, I, I was in a group back in the 80s called 9.9, and we used to sing this song. I'm from Boston, Massachusetts, first of all. And we used to sing this song all over Boston, you know, as a group. And so when we got signed to RCA, our producer, Richard Dimple Fields, was like, you guys need to uh, you guys need to record that Feel the Fire song. And uh-huh. so we recorded it on the 9.9 album, and it was never released. And so mm. back in 2010 to 2011, I decided to do a solo album, which was called R&B 101. Yeah. And it came up again because I still had been singing the song, and it came up again. Oh, man. My manager at the time, Belinda Wilson, said, look, you need to do this song again because when you sing it live, the reaction that we get from people. So, you know, I did it again. And so I had to figure out a way to make this song because it had been done by Teddy Pendergrass, you know, the yes. original People Rising. Yes. And yes. then we did it with 9.9, and here I am doing it again. Oh, so I right. had to think of something to, to make the song stand out. So, like, the you know, with the intro, I, I, I added a new intro, and yes. then the, the end of the song, it modulates three times. I heard you guys go through the, the two modulations, but there was one more. And so after I did it, I, you know, people Bryson told me that that was like one of the best versions of his song that he had heard. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you have such a lovely, strong voice when you sing Thank you so much. You can feel it, you know, you can feel it. And um, so I want to thank you. Thank you for that information. Wow. So um, I just want that track is on what out al- which album now? The the CD is called R and B one oh one. Yes, yes. R and B one oh one. I think I think you can still get the single for Feel the Fire on uh you know, on the music platform, but yes. the album was taken down and that's something that I'm working on trying to get okay. back up because there was like so many yeah. good songs on on the album, you know, yes. that, and and the you know just want to go into a little bit about R&B 101. I, you know, at the time I had felt like we were losing sight of what R&B really is. Yeah. Because, yes. you know, growing up, you know, I had my heroes were Aretha Franklin. Yeah. You know, we had Gladys Knight. We had Dionne Warwick. We had all these people, you know. To me, R&B is storytelling. And I felt yes. like we were getting away from that. So yes. when I when I did the R&B 101 album I just wanted it to be an album of telling stories of all yes. these stories and uh, I went through that album and uh, I seen some favorites in there that I, I have saved 
So, hey, (laughs) you need to bring that album back to the surface, for real, for real. (laughs) I I keep hearing that from people. They're like, oh, man, because a lot of people didn't get a chance to hear it. Yeah. And, you know, now that I'm, you know, I'm doing what I'm doing now, people are going back and and visiting that that music. And I keep getting that same thing. Oh, man, you need to, you know, bring some of this stuff back to the forefront. Yes. Yes, there are other artists that are uh, up and coming. They get mm-hmm. into your albums, and they want to uh, they want to grab a hold of that into the music they want to mm-hmm. put out uh, because of R and B music. Uh, R and B music has a celebration coming up uh, this year, twenty twenty two in March. So okay. they trying to bring R and B music back to life bring it back alive, it's still striving, it's still living. So as we move along mm. with this show, where are you calling okay. from right now, Margot Thunder? I live in Los Angeles, California right now. I've been here for about 16 years now. I couldn't take the cold of Boston anymore. I still love Ooh-wee. Boston, but I just couldn't. You know, and I heard today they're getting like fucked yes. with snow. So. Yes. <laughs> yes. You know, so. Yes. So I'm yeah. calling from my living room, and it's nice out here, nice weather. And I bet. All yeah. right. Thank you yeah. for that information. So as we go along mm-hmm. here in the show, go ahead mm-hmm. and introduce yourself. As I asked you, were you raised okay. up in a musically talented family? I see that you had uh, eight or nine brothers and sisters, or you're one of There's, the nine children. I'm one of I'm one of nine children and there's okay. I'm 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 the fifth of the nine. Okay. And I I'm the only one that, you know, was really musical. You know, I have a, a couple of brothers that, you know, we sang around the house, but you know, as far as a music background, I, I think I'm it. And uh you know, I didn't even know that I could sing. My mother discovered me singing one day when I was like a a little girl. I loved Aretha Franklin from the moment I heard her voice. So I used to go and just try to mimic her and and do the things that she did. And, you know, my mother caught me one day and she was like, was that you singing? I said, (laughs) yeah. So then, you know, I was a very shy kid. So, you know, there was a a contest going on, a talent show contest. So she was like, oh, you should go, you should go join this talent show contest. And I was like, ah, you know, I'm not interested in that because I really never thought that I was going to be a singer in the first place. I was so interested in how things were made. I always thought I'd be building something one day. And mm-hmm. so my mother tricked me into going into this talent show. And so the the prize was if you won three times, you got to go to the Apollo Theater. So I went and I won three times and I got a chance to go to the Apollo Theater and it just so happened the night that I was going to sing, Aretha Franklin was the headliner. So I got a chance to see Aretha Franklin mm. live. And, you know, and, and after I saw her, the, I, there was no looking back for me. I knew that right. I was going to be a singer. Wow, that is so awesome. That is awesome. Now, Paulo is still playing those old clips. And I know I've mm-hmm. seen you singing Bridge I... Over Troubled Water. Um, I did yeah. sing that song, and, and it's funny because, like, for me, I don't even know back then 
if, if, if they filmed it or not, because, you know, this was in the 70s. You know, this wasn't like the, the Apollos of the 80s and 90s. I was back in the 70s. I was like a nine-year-old little girl. Yes. Yes. It's, uh, they show old clips. They're kind of fuzzy oh, wow. because they're old. And I remember oh, sitting there wow. watching some old clips. And uh, they mm-hmm. showed uh, little girls singing. And I seen this little girl singing the bridge over troubled water. And Aretha Franklin. Oh, wow. there, and I'm like, wow, you know. So, yeah. 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 So everything old is new again. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And uh, we'll just take it from there. So I would mm-hmm. like to ask you, uh, how long have you been singing in the music industry, and how many albums altogether totally you have put out? Okay. I've been in the music business, like I said, from the 70s. I signed the Capitol in 1972, I think it was. Mm-hmm. And uh, back then, when when I signed, they, they were doing singles deals, so I didn't do a complete album with Capitol. Right. I did. I had a singles deal, so I released three singles, and uh, the first single was called "Soul of a Woman." Mm-hmm. The second single was called "Expressway to Your Heart," which was a remake of a the, a group called the Soul Survivors. Mm-hmm. I did a, a remake of that, and then the third single was called "Don't You Have Any Love in Your Heart," which featured Luther Vandross on background vocals. Oh wow! You know, so. You know, so, you know, just my story, is it's incredible, like, when I look at it now that, you know, that I had that chance. And when I when I met Luther, he gave me some advice that stayed with me to this day. Mm. You know, I came, I came in to sing a reference vocal, and he, you know, they were tuning up and getting ready to sing the background. And when I, when I heard them, I lost my mind. When he heard me, he lost his mind. And he said to me, you know, don't ever change anything about you. Don't let this music industry change you. Just stay as you are. And and that stuck with me. And, you know, growing up, I had mentors like Betty Wright that, you know, Betty would send me postcards from all over the world just you wow. know, encouraging me, you know, uh-huh. to just stick to what I was doing. And so, you know, Every decade, I have had a record from the 70s up until now. So it's like, I'd say, you know, I'm going on by, by, you know, 40 or 45 years of singing now. Wow. Wow. And you still have a lovely, strong voice. And I encourage you to keep at it. So we're going to go into this. Go right ahead. Yes. No, I was going to say, you know, for me, I just know that from a from a young child, my mother told me that I could sing before I could talk. So uh-huh. for me, I know it was a blessing from God. This gift isn't just me; it's a it's a gift that God yes. gave me. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. God already had that gift wrapped on you even before you was born. So you have yes. opened up your package to the world. So. There are some that are catching up, and there are some that know you. So you're doing a very good job. And uh, I'd like to mention a single that you put out, uh, was it 2021, uh, Paper or Plastic? You know what, Paper or Plastic, yeah, it did come out in 2021. And, it, you know, I, it, it, the story behind the song is that uh, a guy named Big Rob, which yeah. is a, a 
Southern soul artist. Yes. But, you know, as well as a, a funkster because, he, you know, he came from the group Zap, which, you know, featured Roger. Mm-hmm. And so he he had saw me on, you know, on social media, on my Facebook page, and he kept sending me messages like, you know, what are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> and, you know, at the time, you know, like, I, you know, you just get disillusioned with music yeah. at times. Yeah. And so for yeah. me, I had I had a regular job. I worked at a movie studio. I was like really not thinking about anything else, you know. And so he kept talking to me. So finally, I gave him my number. He called me. He said, uh, "You know, you're one of the great R&B singers that's still here and can still do what you do. You know, yeah. Like, you need to be singing." And so, like for me, I was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." So I didn't hear for from him for a couple of months. And then one day he called me and he said, Margo, I said, yeah. He said, God told me I'm supposed to write your next hit record. Oh, I said, wow. you know what? And I said, if, if God told you, I'm coming. Now, I never met the man, didn't know him from a can of paint. I trusted and believed in God and what he said. And, I, mm-hmm. you know, I flew out to Ohio and we recorded Paper or Plastic and we recorded the new single that I have out. And I came back to L.A. and continued, you know, at my day job. And uh, a couple of months later, he called me up and said, hey, I think it's time to put that single out. I was like, uh-huh. what single? Because at this point, I'm just not even thinking about anything. And so he paid, he played paper or plastic for me. Right away, I just, it, it made me smile. It, it, was, uh-huh. it, it was such a feel-good song that I said, yeah, it's time to do it. And the song, to me, you know, they call it Southern Soul. I call everything that I sing soul music because that's where okay. I sing from, is my soul. Okay. And so, okay. you know, we released the, the song, and when I heard it, it sounds so retro to me that, I, you know, I went out and I found a big old Afro wig, and, you know, I yeah. did the video, and, it, you know, I wanted it yeah. to look like the 70s. And so yeah. that's, that's yeah. the story behind Paper and Plastic. Okay. Well, I will play that track at the end of the show. Let's talk about the newest single. When Mm -hmm. Love Don't Love You No More is What Do You Do? Uh, What's the Mm -hmm. story behind the music? And that song was just released uh, recently this year. Is that correct? Yes, about three three or four weeks ago, I want to say. Okay. So yeah. what and do you want it, the fans to know about this track? It, it's so crazy because What Do You Do When Love Don't Love You was the other song that I recorded with him. And so that's the song I thought he meant was going to be the single. And so, like, for me, when I was recording What Do You Do, you know, I was kind of in this, like, life quandary, like, what am I really going to do with myself? And right. so I was, you know, having, so I was having some challenges. So when I flew mm-hmm. out, just the emotion of what I was feeling came across in that song. And, you know, like I, with the song, when I listened to the lyrics, and it says, what do you do when love don't love you? Well, what do you do? First of all, you got to hurt for a little while, but mm-hmm. eventually you're going to have to pull yourself up by your bootstraps and keep on moving, right? Right, right. So, you know, that that's really how I feel about what do you do when love don't love you. But it, it's a it's a serious issue. And I was talking to a friend 
And my friend, you know, he said that song means so many things on different levels because, like, most people when they say, what do you do when love don't love you, they think you're talking about a spouse, a boyfriend, girlfriend. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he said, but this song could be like a, a a parent and their child, like you've done so much for your child, but your child yeah. goes left when you, when you were staring them right. And, you know, I thought about that. I said, you know what? That makes a lot of sense. It's, you know, it, you know, it can be a lot of things. So the song means uh, different things to a whole bunch of different people. Right. Different situations. Well, I'm going to go ahead and spin it and you stay in that hot seat, Margo. We'll be right back. Here is, what do you do?
that's it right there. What do you do? When we made our McDonald's spicy chicken McNuggets, you were praise hands emoji. Then we ran out, and you were streaming tears emoji. Now they're back, so you can be grinning face with sweat emoji. Order ahead on the McDonald's app. Spicy Chicken McNuggets are back. Now get a free six-piece Spicy Chicken McNuggets with purchase of a dollar or more. Offer only on the app. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Offer valid once daily through 4.30 at participating McDonald's. App download and registration required. Yes. Well, love, don't love, don't love, don't love, don't love you. <laughs> what do you do? Sing it, Margo. Sing it. <laughs> oh my gosh, that voice of yours is just unforgettable. Oh my goodness. I am so glad you uh took out the time to come on my platform to talk about your newest single. Uh I'm a new fan. I'm a fan for life. Uh oh, so as we you. move along, what is the ultimate mm-hmm. desire, Margo, which you want the fans to get out of this newest single? Or all your music? What with all my music, you know, like I just want to touch somebody, and you know, if I can touch somebody with with truth and and with happiness, for me, that's my that's my life's goal. It's like this is the mission that God set me on to, you know, to to go around and, you know, he, you know, I God has never told me that I need to to sing gospel music. I need to. Right. He just told me that I need to get messages out. So I just feel like I'm one of God's messengers. All right. I like that. I like that. Yes. Yes. He Mm -hmm. gave you a gift. You opened your package. And you, uh, he's using you to uh, help the humans here down here and dealing with life situations and the messages in your songs. Yes. I love that. Exactly. Exactly. Because, you know, like for me, I just feel like this is not my gift to keep. This was given to me to share. And I I think a lot of people don't realize the gifts that they have aren't just for them. It's for others. So, you know, I've I've always tried to spread that. You know, it's like I I had a Christmas song out before uh, What Do You Do? And it was called My First Christmas Without You. And it, I I put out a, a Facebook message and a, a media message for people to send me pictures of their loved ones if they lost them through COVID, if they lost uh-huh. them, just their loved one that you love, and, you know, and for me, I felt so honored that people sent me pictures to represent their loved ones like that, that they trusted me, that they trusted me with that, so... Because, you know, we are going through trying times with this because every time we think we jump one hurdle, here comes another one. Yeah. And so yeah. for me, I just, I, you know, I just encourage people to stay strong. You know, I'm a, I'm a true believer of wearing my mask, <laughs> you know. Yeah. I mean? and yeah. As, as much as I love people, just social distancing, you know, right. so we get through this thing, you know. Right, right, right. And thank you for that information. Wow. So um, give information on how these new fans and curious listeners out here, how to follow up with you on social media, and also tell where your music is streaming at online, especially this newest single. Okay. You can you can get me on Facebook. It's just Margot Thunder. On um, Instagram, it's Margot Thunder House 7. And uh, if, on Twitter, it's Margot Thunder 
32. So, okay. And with the music, you can get what do you do on all music platforms, iTunes, uh, Amazon. You can get it on Spotify, any place that they're streaming music, that they're selling music, you can get it. And um, I'm actually in the process of trying to, to put together a video for this song. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I can't so, wait. <laughs> uh, you know, so I'm I'm working on that now, and you know, we're I've been in talks with different people. Big Rob, you know, has has given me his insight on it, and uh-huh. the song was written and produced by Big Rob. So yeah, you know, he's given me his insight, and I'm giving him mine, like wh- where I feel the song is coming from. So, you know, we're trying to get it together now so we can, you know, give people a visual. All right. All right. And also, any future music projects you want to tease us about that's coming up? Well, Big Rob and I, we've been working like crazy. We're putting together this this EP, you know, Mm. so you guys can get a little bit more of of the Margot Thunder experience, if that's what you want to call it. You know, but so we're working on that. I don't have a date right now for, for a release date for it, but that, you know, we're working... And this, you know, I think people are really going to be pleasantly surprised with with the music, you know, because you know we're covering Southern soul, if that's what yeah. people want to call it, to to mm-hmm. you know heartbreak and you know love, fun, just life in general. Yes, yes. So um, as we move along, you are more than welcome to give a shout out. Mm-hmm all those lovely people that have supported you through your musical journey. Go right ahead, Margo. Yeah, well, well, you know, I and I want to say, first of all, you know, I got to thank Big Rob, you know, because he believed in, in this and, you know, between him and God, they, they pulled me, snapped me back together. <laughs> and so I got to say a shout out to him. And, you know, just the people that I've worked with throughout the year, Wanda Perry, which was part of 9.9, you know, uh, Phaedra Butler was, I was in another group called Lady Soul, and we did the Sister Act, the first Sister Act. Sister Act. And we had a song, yeah, we had a song called If My Sister's in Trouble. And so, and that group was Phaedra Butler and Risa Ingerman, and uh, Leslie Jones that was in the 9.9 group passed away a few years ago. So everything that I've been doing, I've been, you know, just keeping her in my heart and keeping people knowing Leslie Jones, you know. Right. And I have to say, you know, I have to give, you know, like with the R&B 101 album, you know, that was management, uh, Belinda Wilson, Eddie Sims, and Ken Wilson. And, you know, speaking of that album, I had a song called Mistreated. That's how that whole album came about is Ken Wilson worked for J Records. And, he, you know, he was like behind uh, Lisa Keys and all those kind of people. Mm-hmm. And he came he came back to L.A. and he was working with Warner Brothers. And he kept telling me, Margo, I got this song for you. I got this song for you. I feel like if you sing this song, it's going to bring you back. And I said, <laughs> well, what is the song? And, he, you know, he just kept putting it off. And then one day I just showed up in his office. I said, play me this song. So he played me mistreated. I said, oh, I can't I do this it. song unless I unless I go back to Boston and get these girls 
from 9.9 to sing on this record with me. And at the time, Leslie Jones was still living and, and Wanda, and we came back together. We hadn't sung together in like 10 years, so we were kind of like, oh, God, what's this going to be like? <laughs> and as soon as, we, as soon as we opened our mouths, it was like the first day we ever sang together, just that magic. And I had yeah. never wanted to be in a group before, that group, but there was something wow. so magical about that group. And to have them sing, and they also sung on Field of Fire that you heard. Okay. You played earlier as well. But yeah, yeah, so that's how that's how Miss Treaty came came about through them. So I gotta thank them because they were, you know, from nine point nine until RV one hundred and one, we worked together. And I, okay. I, you know, I I can't get off this interview without saying a big shout out to Paul Arnold. Paul Arnold was the engineer that engineered all that stuff in the okay. beginning. So got a all shout right. out. All right. And That's... all the you know, and all the people that have stuck with me for this forty, fifty year career of mine and you know, I'm still standing, still going. I gotta thank those people because they're still supporting me to this day. So just the fans that have just stuck with me and you know, made me see that, no, you got to keep going. Yes. Well, we're going to give them an applause that they will keep on. Yeah, we're going to give them an applause that they keep on supporting you. And uh, I will close the show off and uh, plan... the main single, the newest single, What Do You Do? And I will play Paper or Plastic and Mistreated. So uh, any words of encouragement? Yes. I love Mistreated. I don't know about anybody else, but that song is new to me. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I'm sorry. And you need to uh, bring those albums back to surface. Try your best. Uh, the fans, and us, we will we will keep bringing them in and uh, get the DJs to uh, play them. And uh, any words Sounds of encouragement great. you would like to give to those folks yeah. out there that are still suffering in dark times today? Yeah, you know, like I said, with, with this covert, you know, like a couple of my brothers called me and they, you know, they had covert, but they were they were vaccinated, so they didn't get as sick as they could have been. But, you know, we're losing so many people to this disease. And for me, like I said, I just want people to stay safe and, you know, do the right things. If you don't want to get vaccinated, then, you know, just try to keep yourself as healthy as you can. If you are vaccinated, you know, just, again, I've been vaccinated, you know, and I, I go by the rules. I wear the mask, you know. And and the main thing is just to keep your faith in God because there's, there's a lesson in all of this. And, you know, I think God's trying to get us all to kind of to listen to and to come together as one. And it's so crazy because people are going, we're going stir crazy from being in the house, but it just showed you how much we really need each other. So for me, you know, with the, with this new year, I'm just hoping that people just practice more love. Yes. More love and, you know, and keep your faith in God. Yes. You never know uh, with us being locked in in our rooms, uh, God is trying <laughs> to speak to us. So that's mm-hmm. a message. Uh, God is trying to speak to us even though we're locked in our rooms. We've been bad, so mm-hmm. 
locking us in our mm-hmm. room. <laughs> so uh, thank you for those encouraging uh, words. Margot Thunder, everyone, go check all her albums out, especially her newest single, What Do You Do? Thank you for taking out your time. You are more than welcome to come back, and I hope you do with uh, your new music projects, Margot. And uh, if you um, missed the show, this show has been recorded. Thank you all. This is Lady Diva signing out. Margo Thunder, you have a blessed evening and be safe. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me.